Well, hello everyone. This is Pastor Paul. Just to give you an update, I know that some of you are not ready to come back for service, yet some of you are more than ready to resume worship services. Well, I just want to let you know that we are making plans to resume our worship services. Now, things might be a little different <clears throat> when we come back. Uh, we want to make it safe for everyone. And so we will continue to practice social distancing when that time comes. And I do believe it will be very soon. The mission of the First Baptist Church of Akron is to reach the lost and challenge all who believe in Christ to grow towards spiritual maturity. And I'd like to read from 1 Peter chapter 5, and I'm going to read a few verses, uh, verses 8 through 11. And it reads, Be alert and sober, of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family members family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings now i want you to pay very close attention to verse 10 and the grace of god who called you to his eternal glory in christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. I want to speak to you about restoration. Restoration. After we have suffered a while, we need restoration. Restoration. <clears throat> restoration is the action of returning something to its former owner, place, or condition. Restoration is repairing and healing. If you've ever had a long, hard day, whether at home or at work or at school, when it's all over, at the end of that day, the end of that time, what are you looking for? We're looking for restoration. Several weeks ago, my oldest son was at football practice, and he called me to pick him up, and I could hear in his voice that something was wrong. Well, to make a long story short, he had been running fast and hard in the heat for too long, and his body needed hydration. He needed water. Rest and water was what he needed to be restored. And I want you to know today that God is in the restoration business. And because there are many distractions in the world today, God wants to restore peace. Are you at peace today? Well, in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, beginning at verse 6, it reads, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, 
whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received, heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the peace of God will be with you. May God bless us for the reading of his word. It is our responsibility to control our thoughts. And it's hard to be at peace if our thinking is stinking and our emotions are toxic. These toxics will keep us bound. They cause us to live with excess baggage. They cause people to live in anger. They cause us to live in fear and failure, cycles that control minds and emotions. These toxins hinder potential, progress, and purpose. And I have found that in many cases, people are unaware of these things, unaware of themselves, unaware of the cycles, unaware of the toxins, unaware of the damage, dysfunction, and disturbances that they cause. Years ago, we bought a house that was condemned. So before we could move in, the walls were replaced. The plumbing was replaced. Wiring was replaced. Windows were replaced. Floors were replaced. The carpet was replaced. The entire house had to be remodeled and restored before we could enjoy it. How many people are trying to enjoy a life that needs restoration? Well, I want you to know God is in the restoration business. He wants to make you strong, firm, and steadfast. So let's talk about the heart. Because I've seen so many hearts that are hurting today. Many that hurt others because they've been hurt. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 32, it says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Now, most people, I, I truly believe, have been hurt in some way. But my question is, do you have a hard time forgiving? Are you willing to forgive? What would you do if someone lied on you? What would you do if someone tried to get you terminated from your job? What would you do if someone made false accusations against you? What would you do if people slandered your name? Could you forgive those who trespass against you? Can you forgive even without receiving an apology? Well, I know that it hurts. And people can hurt you and not even care. But in the book of St. Matthew, chapter 6, verse 15, it says, But if we refuse to forgive others, our Father will not forgive our sins. God wants to restore hurts. In the book of Ezekiel 36 and 26, it says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. 
So whatever you're going through today, I pray that your heart comes back to life, that it beats for Christ, that it beats with love, and that it beats for righteousness. Well, God always also wants to restore character. Character consists of your mental and moral qualities. In the book of St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 8, Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Jesus is also concerned about your heart and your character. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So what kind of people do you associate with? What kind of people are you hanging around today? Are you sitting in the seat of the scornful? Are they negative? Are they toxic? Are they contentious? Are they unforgiving? Do they keep records of wrongs? Do they have self-control? Be careful. You could end up just like them. But Galatians 5 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is to me first. If you need restoration, you must keep your eyes on Jesus. Not on the problem, not on the storm, not on the trouble. Keep your eyes on Jesus. In Matthew chapter 14, Peter gets an invitation to do the impossible. Beginning in verse 22, it reads, Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him on the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Who out there listening today is willing to say, Lord, save me? Save me from fear and doubt. Save me from worry. Save me from toxic thinking. Save me from toxic relationships. Save me from myself. I'm praying that the Lord will reveal himself to you, that he will speak to you, that he will stretch out his hand and deliver you, that he will speak to the storms in your life and restore your faith in him, that he will help you and keep you restoring what's been lost or stolen in Jesus' name. I want to close with this. 
A priest and an evangelist and a minister were in a rowboat in the middle of a pond fishing. None of them had caught anything all morning. Then the evangelist stood up and said he needed to go to the restroom. So he climbed out of the boat and walked on water to the shore. He came back a few minutes later the same way. Then the minister decides he needs to go. So he climbs out of the boat, walks on the water to the shore. He too comes back the same way a few minutes later. The priest looks at them both and decides that his faith is just as strong as his fishing buddies and that he can walk on water too. He stands up and excuses himself. As he steps out, he makes a big splash down into the water. The evangelist looks at the minister and says, I suppose we should have told him where the rocks were. Who is your rock? Who's keeping you afloat? Who's keeping you grounded? Who are you watching today? Who are you looking at today? Who are you focused on? This is the time to have faith in God and be restored in Jesus' name. God bless you. Father, I pray for your people today. I pray for my brothers and sisters that you would restore all that the enemy has stolen from them that you will restore their joy, restore their faith, restore the years, Lord. Restore in Jesus' name. Father, you are truly in the restoration business. Lord, restore this fellowship, this congregation, this church. Restore your churches. Restore your people all over this land. Father, we pray for renewing, a restoration. We pray for revival in Jesus' name. Father, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Sometimes we will go through the storms. We have to take a test. And we must say, Lord, your will be done. Lord, I've prayed so many times. Father, remove this cup. Take this cup. Take this thing, this problem, this situation from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That is our prayer today, that your will would we be done. So, Lord, we must get in your presence. We must get in your word in order to be in your will. Cover us and keep us for your glory. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we ask. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. Amen. God bless you, everyone. Certainly hope to see you soon.